Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
together for Jesus. Don't try to tell me that my God is dead. He rose up from the grave on the third day. Hallelujah. And he's alive. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Amen. Amen. Right, let's take our memory verse for today. Is that a good idea? Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. Right. I mean, if since the beginning of the year you've managed to memorize all these verses, I think that you are a very powerful person. And one of these days, I'll just meet you somewhere and ask you to quote about ten of them. All right. Shall we go? Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes... He became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Can we take it again? Okay. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes... He became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. Are we sure we can take it? One last time. Okay. Ready, go. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Amen. So let's see if we can take it ready, go Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet he became poor, that ye through his poverty might become rich. Verse 8 verse 9. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for today. We ask for the help of your spirit. Have your way in our lives. Holy Spirit, guide us into all truth. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. This morning, I want you to turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 19. And I'm reading from verse 1. Luke, I have a little nephew who say loop, loop chapter one. I said it's not loop, it's Luke. But anyway, 
Luke chapter 19. We want to read from verse 1. Hallelujah. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans. And he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today, I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day, this day, somebody say, This day, is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. I want to share with you this morning about the miracle of salvation. Hallelujah. We are in an evangelistic season. And um, it's our month of evangelism. That's why we are dressing down. Amen. Just so that we can flow with the people that have been invited from everywhere. And yesterday we had uh, Jesus campaigns all over. People were preaching. I saw some powerful pictures and I said, wow, it's great. It's a blessing to preach about salvation. Amen. Because it is the greatest miracle that can ever happen to anybody. Jesus did many miracles. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. He healed the blind. He um, healed the deaf, cleansed the lepers. What else did he do? He healed people of their feverish conditions. Different things he did. But none of those miracles can be compared to the miracle of salvation. That Jesus went to the cross and died for you and I. That miracle is a very great miracle. And that is why if you have such a miracle, you have a great thing. It's a blessing. It's unfortunate that these days, we rather direct people to all these things that come to Jesus and you will get a car. Come to Jesus and you will get a, a husband uh, and he will give you what to wear. You know, so 
the whole thing is like coming to Jesus is more like what I can get and all these things. But there is a greater thing that happens to you when you come to Jesus. So that you find that people come to God and it's like, because I didn't receive a cow, I didn't get a husband, it's like, oh, uh, then that's not it. But miracle of salvation or salvation is is greater than any miracle you can ever imagine. Hallelujah. And today I want to attempt to talk to you about why salvation is a very great miracle. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. I've shared this thing with you before. One time I remember I wasn't feeling too well. And um, there was uh, one of the doctors in the church who was taking care of me and all that. And uh, Bishop was also quite concerned about it. So he requested that certain tests be done to ascertain one or two things. So when they did the test, I was there at home when she called me and she said, I have good news for you. I said, wow, what's the good news? So oh, when we did the test, what we were suspecting, it was not it. So it's good news. But meanwhile, I was still not feeling well. So when she said the good news, for me, it was not good news because as far as I was concerned, good news means that I am well. But as a doctor, she was also looking out for certain things. And when she didn't see those things, she said, it's good news. You see, in the same way, when God looks at us, he is looking at heaven and hell. We are looking for, we are looking at cars and shoes and houses and all that. So when God says that when you make it to heaven, it's good news. You say that because I don't have a car, it's not good news. But it is good news. Let me tell you why salvation is a great miracle. Number one. Salvation is a great miracle because it is a miracle for anyone to be forgiven. Hey. It is not easy for somebody to forgive another person. Sometimes when I talk to even married couples, you will see that one person is holding on to something. And it's like, Charlie, (laughs) I am not letting go. Even though the Bible says that love does not keep records of evil. There are people, they have records of evil from 20, uh, what? 1999. The time they started beloved dozing. And the person doesn't want to forgive. You may think that people easily forgive, but people don't. And a lot of us here, we are holding some people, their issues, you are holding on to them. It's like, I will not forgive. Hey, people don't easily forgive. That is why we have all these prisons and everything, we put people there. Because once you have done wrong, you have to go in. So forgiveness... It's a miracle when somebody forgives another person. 
It's a miracle. Colossians chapter 2 verse 13. The Bible says that, And you being dead in your sins and the circumcision of your flesh, has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. All your trespasses. How many can think of some bad things that you have done before? That if they were to show on the screen right now, you will not be happy about it. But thank God that he has forgiven you all. Psalm 32 verse 1, the Bible says that, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. It's a blessing. When your sin is forgiven, it's a blessing. It is covered. Because you yourself, you have said it that if they show it on the screen, you will not like it. But thank God that Jesus came to die for you so that your sins will be forgiven. Isaiah 1.18, the Bible says that, Come now. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. He said, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Oh, this is lovely. Lovely. One day a man caught his wife in bed with another man. Hey. I, I don't know what he would have done, my brother. If you met such a situation, somebody say, I'll shoot. <laughs> I don't know what you'd have done. But I've heard of cases, people have taken machets and they have butchered the people on the bed. People have made kebab out of them. So many bizarre things. But this man didn't say anything. And later, he said to his wife, I have forgiven you. Now, I'm trying to make you see what has happened to you. That you were the one who was sleeping with somebody's wife. And they have forgiven you. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. What a miracle. Somebody is telling me that he moved here. He will not allow this one to go. So that's why we are not Jesus Christ. Number two. Salvation is a miracle because it is always a miracle for your sins to be wiped away. Not just forgiven, but wiped away. Because it says that even though your sins be as scarlet, it shall be as white as snow. Hey. If you know the color of scarlet, it's like red. Red what? A mixture of red and black. And this thing has turned into white. Oh, as snow. Do you know snow? I see you going abroad. And you shall be there when it is snowing because 
many of you, you are afraid of the cold, so you go only summertime. But may you be there winter time and see snow. But it is very white. Yeah. That is how God makes your sin. He covers it. White as snow. Oh, 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 oh. Jeremiah 31 verse 34, the Bible says that, And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor. And every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Remember it no more. You know, one day I was reading a vision that a lady had. She was in heaven and she was walking with Jesus. And they entered a room that had so many books, records. You know, human beings can keep records. Yeah. They have records of people's sins. When you travel abroad, computers, everything is there everywhere. You cannot just run away. Once your fingerprint comes up, your, your details will come along with the fingerprint. I tell you. So, man can keep records. See, but that should also let us know that God can keep records. When the Bible says that when we stand before God, on the judgment day, and we are being judged, the Bible says that, and the books will be opened. And the question I ask is that, what books are these? What are in these books? Records. Listen, Bible says that all things are naked, naked before him with whom we have to do. There is nothing that is hidden from God. Your life is not hidden from God. Everything you do is plain in the sight of God. That is why you need this miracle of salvation. That your sins will be forgiven. But this woman said, as they entered the room and saw so many books, she asked Jesus, what are these books? And these are the records of people's lives and whatever they have done. And she said, as they were there, it was like somebody just gave his life to Christ. So the person's book was brought out. And they put the book down and she saw a certain liquid, red liquid. I believe it was the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And they lifted the bucket of liquid, whatever it was, and poured it over the book. She said, everything that was written in the book vanished from the book. It vanished. So when the Bible says that he will remember your sin no more, believe you me, he will remember your sin no more. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Number three, salvation is a miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to love another who has many problems. <laughs> hey, Romans chapter five. It is always a miracle to love somebody who has many problems. Yeah, many problems. Romans chapter 5 verse 7. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. 
Yet peradventure, a good man, for a good man, some will even dare to die. But God, hallelujah. Somebody say, but God. Commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst you were yet a sinner, whilst you were yet a drunkard, whilst you were yet a womanizer, whilst you were yet a prostitute, whilst you were yet an arm robber, Christ Jesus died for you. Oh, are you not happy that he died for you? But for some of us, we would like to make sure that before I do something for somebody, the person must be perfect. But God didn't look at that. He said, even in your imperfect, I still love you. Oh, yeah. When somebody is looking for Adele, they come and ask you, Charlie, she fine or she no fine? It's like, is this lady beautiful enough to be married? If you say she no fine, then you will not marry the lady. But God didn't ask whether you fine or you no fine. He just loved you and died for you. It is a miracle. Put your hands together for Jesus. It is a miracle. Whether you fine or you no fine. Can you imagine God was just looking at faces? <laughs> How many people will be in the house of God? Because like somebody will say, people have been fearfully and wonderfully created. Some are fearfully created. And some are wonderfully created. So if you look at certain faces, you will wonder whether such a face will be saved. <laughs> but God doesn't look at faces. He loves you just the way you are. No lady would like it when a brother is just looking at her and comparing her with somebody. So, because this one is more beautiful than you are, I like you. And in any case, the ladies, they don't see the other people as more beautiful than them. They see them. So everybody is beautiful. We are all beautiful. That's it. <laughs> Amy, I don't know what she has that I don't have, that he likes her, that he doesn't like me. Don't we all have the same backside? Look at my backside, isn't it? <laughs> We all have it. Is that the thing that he's looking for? I have it too. But anyway, God was not looking at backside. God was not looking at whether you have big breasts or whatever. God loved you the way you were. He loves you with all your problems. Hey, one man went to marry a lady who had no hands and legs, no limbs at all. And people were surprised. But he was operating by the God kind of love. Reason number four, why salvation is a miracle. Salvation is a miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to be released from prison. Yeah. We were all in prison. We were all in prison. Every one of us had been taken captive by the devil. We had been zogriot. Zogriot. 
by the devil. Zogrio means to capture men alive. Every one of us is either captured by the devil or captured by God. Oh yeah. There's no neutral ground. That somebody will say, as for me, I'm not, I'm, I'm in the middle. Listen, if you are not in God, you are in the devil. So when Jesus came on the scene, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, when he came from the wilderness, he came to the temple. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that they gave to him the scriptures to read. And he turned to the place where it was written of him in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. For he has anointed me. Hallelujah. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Hallelujah. And he said he has sent me to heal the broken hearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. Hallelujah. Please stop the movements. And if you are enjoying the preaching, just listen. He has sent me to release, preach deliverance to the captives. That means that we were held captive before Jesus came. But I tell you, when Jesus came and he came to preach salvation to us, we were released from the hold of the devil. There are people who are drinking, they cannot stop. There are people who are womanizing, they cannot stop. People who are watching pornography, they cannot stop. But when they met Jesus, I said when they met Jesus, they were released from their captivity. I see somebody being set free from every captivity of the devil. In the name of Jesus, if you believe it, shout yes. What can set a prostitute free? Who can set an armed robber free? One day I was preaching somewhere and a brother gave his life to Christ. He came to give his life to Christ. And after the service, he came to see me. He said, Pastor, I want to say something. I'm an armed robber. I'm an armed robber. And he said, as I've stopped this thing, it's not going to be easy for me. I said, God will take care of you. But what would make an armed robber say, I'm not going to do it anymore? It only takes the miracle of salvation. It takes the miracle of salvation. That is why we must preach salvation to the people. They need to hear it. That's the only thing that can save them. I like it. In verse 19, the Bible says that, and he came to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. They call it the year of jubilee. Yeah. In those days, when you have a slave for a certain number of years, there is a year called the year of jubilee where you must release the, the, the slaves. So when Jesus came, he said that now, as I have come, we are not waiting for a certain year for you to be released from today. Everyone who is a slave is being released. I declare that you are released from the hold of the devil in the name of Jesus. It is the acceptable year of the Lord. It is the year of the Lord's salvation. Put your hands together for Jesus.
Hey. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Now you may not understand it till I have gone to uh, uh, what do they call those prisons? No, the, the high high security something prison, isn't it? Is that how they call it? Then you will see that it's not easy for a prisoner to be set free. It only takes a miracle. You are the one who has been set free. Number five. Salvation is a miracle because it is always a great miracle for light to shine in the darkness. You see, if, if there is some darkness somewhere, maybe you haven't seen a certain darkness before, <laughs> but for light to come in there, it, it, it's a miracle. Yeah, even here in Ghana, Christ, it's not easy for us to bring light into our darkness. <laughs> so you can just imagine, it's a miracle for a light to come. Yeah. But the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, look at it. Colossians 1 and verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Look at it. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. But there was the power of darkness and the light of God came into the darkness. Hallelujah. Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God hallelujah and the Bible says that the word became part of us John came to preach about that word and that word was the life of God and the Bible says that that same life is the light and that light shone in the darkness and the darkness could not comprehend it I came to announce to you I don't know which darkness you are in but may the light of God shine in your darkness when his light is shining in your darkness, the darkness cannot stay. It's a miracle. Many of us were in darkness. Many of us where we were, our families, but the light of Jesus Christ came into that dark place. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17, Bible talks about your life when you don't have God. Ephesians 4 17, he said this I Therefore, and testify in the Lord that henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Verse 18 says that having the understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God, people have their understanding darkened because the light of God is not there, but you have the light of God shining. One of the things that happens when a person becomes born again, sometimes you wonder, why have you not given your life to Christ all this while? Because your understanding was darkened. The light of God was not there. But as soon as the light of God shines, he, all of a sudden, you begin to have understanding. 
Oh, I see people with understanding. You are not alienated from the life of God. You are enjoying the life of God. If you believe it, shout yes. Hallelujah. The darkness. But thank God for the light. Oh yeah, as you see people walking around. Their understanding is darkened. They don't even know. So the light of Jesus shines. Bible says, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Hallelujah. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has the light shined. Number six, salvation is a miracle because it is a great miracle for you to go to heaven. It's a miracle for you to go to heaven. It's not an easy thing. Oh yeah, you pa. Many of us will arrive in heaven and will be, wow, is it me? It's you. It's you. <laughs> you have made it to heaven. Amen. I see you making it to heaven. When John had the revelation of the people in heaven, Bible says that he asked the angel that stood by him that where from who are these people and how did they make it here? How? Yeah. Even us here in the church today, some of you meet some old school mates <laughs> and you see them in the church say, hey. <laughs> you two, you are here. I said the other day, I met a brother who used to bully us when we were in school. Hey, wickedness be what? It's a certain senior. I don't want to mention him. Maybe he's in church. If I mention him, he will not be happy with me. A certain senior. They will pull your nose. They will put your nose in a spoon and hold it. Squeeze it and pull it. See, your nose is red. A certain senior. One day I met him in Accra. When I saw him, he was in a white shirt with a black tie. Looking very cool. When he saw me, he said, Fabian, Fabian, how are you? I said, I couldn't believe it. I said, hey, is it the same guy? I was just looking at him. He could see that I was shocked. What a shock. So I said, oh, I'm not a pastor. I said, hey! Hey! But that is the miracle of salvation. That such a person can become a pastor. I see you experiencing the same miracle. Shout it out! I couldn't believe it. Even here on this earth, we are shocked. How much more... <laughs> Making it to heaven. Oh, you are going to make it to heaven. Somebody said in heaven there will be three surprises. Three surprises. You want to know? Surprise number one is that the people you were expecting to be there, they will not be there. Surprise number two is that the people you did not expect that they will be there, they will be there. And the surprise number three is that you, 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 I said, you, you will be there.
give the Lord a shout. No, you don't just find yourself in heaven. No. It takes a miracle. I see you walking on the streets of gold. I see you enjoying heavenly juice. I see you chatting with Abraham and asking Abraham some questions. I see you chatting with David and asking David, what happened? Why did he go on the roof and went to look at Bathsheba? (laughs) Finally, finally, number seven. Salvation is a miracle because it is a miracle to know Jesus. Hallelujah. John 17 verse 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Romans 7 4 says that, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that you should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should for fruit unto God. I mean, you are married to Jesus. Oh, that is too powerful. Yeah. But it's a miracle to know Jesus. Even here on this earth, it's a miracle to know certain people. Yeah. In your whole life, will you ever meet the president of China? <laughs> president Mahama, even you will not meet him anywhere. Even the minister in your area or um, assembly man of your area. And some of us, when we meet some people, wow! Honorable. You want to take a picture? Selfie, why? Honorable, me just selfie. Chief Justice. Yes, sir. Chef. Manager. Boss, Bossu Bago, Bossu Mienu, Director, Bossu Thousand. But if such a person, you see such a person and you are excited, how much more the Son of God, how much more the King of Kings, how much more the Lord of Lords, He's a greater person to know. Oh yeah. Some of you would like to meet certain people. I am telling you, forget about those people. There is somebody who wants to meet you more than you want to meet him. His name is Jesus Christ. He came to die for you. He loves you so much. He's longing to meet you. He's longing to meet you. Oh, some of you brothers, you are trying to get some sisters to notice you. They are not noticing you. Don't worry. Some sisters, you are trying to get some brothers to notice you. Don't worry. I know a champion lover. I said, I know a champion lover. His name is Jesus. And he has noticed you. The Bible says that Zacchaeus was on the tree. He didn't know that Jesus had spotted him long ago. So as Jesus was nyaying Galilee, do you know nyagali? It's a Greek word. It means to walk in a certain way. He was nyaying Galilee. And then when he got to the place where the tree was, he lifted up his eyes and he says, Zacchaeus, come down now. Zacchaeus almost fell down. 
He knows my name. He knows who I am. He was so excited. He said, today, salvation has come to your house. I came to announce to you, Jesus knows your name. He loves you. He wants to come to your house. He wants to bring salvation. May you open your heart to Jesus. Allow Jesus to come in. May he make you a different person. Hey, my time is up. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a shout. I have a maker. He formed my heart. He formed my heart. Before even time began. Before even time began. My life was in his hands. My life was in his hands. There is someone who formed your heart. Someone who created you. Someone who knows you. He knows you by name. And he loves you. He said, I love you just the way you are. To the extent that I came to die for you. The Bible says that, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a way of salvation? He said, come unto me with your problems. I can wash it. Turn your sin that is scarlet. Make it white as snow. Today this Jesus is here calling out to you. He called out to Zacchaeus. He said come now. Today is the day of salvation. And Zacchaeus made haste. And he ran to him. Today Jesus is calling you also. Wherever you are. At the sound of my voice. Maybe you're watching my television. You want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hands. You want to open up your heart to Jesus and say, Jesus, please come into my heart. Oh, lift it up. Let it go up above your head. Today is a day of salvation. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Tomorrow may be too late. Let it go up. I see your hands. I see your hands. Many hands lifted. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. And I'm going to pray with you. In the name of my name.
the front, clap for them as they come. But you know that you are not serious with God. You want to say, Pastor, I really want to commit my heart fully to God. I've done this before, but I really want to do it again because I'm not sure if Jesus should come, whether I'll make it to heaven. If you are there like that, can you wave your right hand? I'll pray with you. Let it go up. God bless you. Today you want to be sure. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, can you also come to me? Come to me quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly, let's pray. Clap for them as they come. 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 Come from the back. Come from the side. Clap for them as they come. Come. Today's an important day. Keep clapping. God bless you. God bless you. Come, my brother. Come all the way. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. And he hears me when I call. God bless you. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to repeat after me as we pray. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for the miracle of salvation. I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. You've taken a very, very, very important decision. And today, Jesus is in your heart. Amen. One of these days we shall meet in heaven to be great. Amen. But God bless you so much. God bless you. Could you be loved oh, oh, and be loved? Will you love God? Will you love him when he loves you? So go somewhere. Go somewhere. Preach somewhere. To go somewhere, preach somewhere, and go somewhere, preach somewhere, go somewhere, preach somewhere. I want to love him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because he loves me. 
he gave his life for you. Hey, that is why we preach it. That's the reason for the cross. Could you, could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you be loved? And go somewhere. In your battle, tell them of Jesus. They need to hear the word. How Jesus died for them. In the office, tell them. On the street, tell them. In your home, tell them. All around Swan Lake. And to go somewhere. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.